0: The information on this podcast is from personal experiences and is meant for group support. Additionally, the information discussed is not meant to diagnose, treat, or cure any underlying conditions associated with neuropathy. All names here within are private and will not be shared with any outside sources. Please consult your health care provider before making any health decisions. If you have medical concerns or an immediate emergency, Please contact your doctor or dial 911. Well, how's everyone doing out there? I'm so glad to be back live with you. Um, I hope you have enjoyed some of the older uh, episodes that I have. I can always send out more. There's a lot of information out there. If you don't go through and and read them, something may pertain to you out there. So when you get a chance, take take a look at those. But me, my health has been up and down. Uh, Hospital visits, a lot of doctor visits, just trying to figure things out and see if there's anything else that could be done to help me with my pain, probably just like you, what you're going through. So that journey continues. I thought maybe this year, 2024, that everything would be better than it was last year, but it's starting off rough, but I'll I'll get through it, and I don't want to bore you guys with all my uh, issues and problems that i'm having so let's get started here today we're going to be talking about what's the difference between panic attacks and anxiety attacks and i really myself didn't know uh, that there was a difference i mean i have both of those so maybe i'm well. i think i'm gonna learn something off this too so let's get started are panic attacks and anxiety attacks the same thing doctors say not quite, experts say. Although they may have some similarities, panic attacks and anxiety attacks are two distinct experiences. But in everyday conversation, some people mistakenly use these terms interchangeably. Panic attack is a clinical term and a symptom that may mean someone has a more serious health problem or issue going on whereas the term anxiety attack is often used to describe experiences of anxiety, mental health diagnosis and their associated symptoms. This lack of engagement with mental health resources can have an adverse consequences for the individual's overall well-being and hinder their ability to effectively manage and address mental health issues. That is why it is so important to know the difference between the two, their potential health Mm. effects and the treatment options for each. So what is a panic attack? A panic attack is a swift, sudden, overwhelming, physiological, and emotional response. It is a frightening and uncomfortable mind-body moment that signals a flight-fight-freeze response. Simply stated, the body is flooded with stress hormones like adrenaline and cortisol that perch you in hyperarousal state. Common symptoms of a panic attack are fast heartbeat, chest pain, hyperventilation, trembling, nausea, chills, sweating, feeling of intense terror, a choking sensation, fear of loss of control. Feeling like you must die? Many children and adults report that a panic attack feels as if they're going going to die. It's a dreadful and highly unbearable experience. Panic attacks are meant to serve as a defensive and protective mechanism. However, there's often no specific trigger that can be identified as the person usually is no longer in danger. Panic attacks are a hallmark symptom of panic disorder, an anxiety disorder characterized by regular and reoccurring panic attacks. But they can also happen alongside other anxiety disorders, such as phobias, as well as alongside mood disorders or trauma-related disorders, according to the clinic. Cleveland Clinic. Although panic attacks are usually accompanied by physical symptoms and can feel very intense, they're usually not physically harmful to your health per the Cleveland Clinic. However, they can be very detrimental to your mental health and the quality of your life. So it's important to seek professional help if you think you're experiencing panic attacks per The Cleveland Clinic. So what is an anxiety attack? Unlike the term panic attack, anxiety attack is not a formal clinical term used by health professionals. It's a term used to describe feelings of anxiety and the potential symptoms of anxiety is feeling fear or uneasiness uncontrollable, obsessive thoughts, sweaty or cold hands, a dry mouth, nausea, the inability to calm or be still, difficulty sleeping, restlessness, and racing heart. The symptoms of anxiety usually build up gradually and tend to be triggered by specific stressors. These symptoms are closely related to various anxiety disorders, such as Generalized Anxiety Disorder, according to the Cleveland Clinic. But they can happen to people without Anxiety Disorder too. People with uh, GAD, which is what we just spoke about, tend to have constant, excessive and unrealistic worries about minor everyday things such as chores, job responsibilities, or health. Anxiety disorders are very common, with about 30% of Americans experiencing an anxiety disorder at some point in their lives. So what is the difference between a panic attack and an anxiety attack? Symptoms of anxiety attack and pain, and pain attacks can resemble one other in some ways. Shared symptoms between the two can include trouble breathing, erasing, irregular or yeah, irregular heartbeat, and feeling of anxiety. But they also differ in various ways. Among the key distinctions are the ability to identify and acknowledge triggers the manner in which episodes build up and the severity of its manifestations. According to the Cleveland Clinic, the key differences between panic and anxiety are panic attacks happen swiftly and suddenly, whereas anxiety attacks happen gradually. Panic attacks generally do not have a known triggering effect while anxiety attacks do. Panic attacks cause very intense feelings like you're going to die, and even the feeling of being disconnected from reality. Anxiety attacks cause feelings of worry and dread, but not nearly as intensely as panic attacks. Panic attacks cause intense bodily responses, such as chest pain, a racing heart, trembling, and nausea or vomiting. Anxiety attacks also cause physiological responses, but to a less extreme degree. And they tend to include a racing heart, muscle tension, nausea, and an inability to feel calm or stay still and trouble sleeping. When should I get help for my panic attack or anxiety attack? It is imperative for individuals facing these symptoms to reach out for assistance and support. Seeking help is an act of courage and self-compassion. If you, and it can be significantly contributed to one's overall well-being and recovery, the type of help. You should seek, depends on the symptoms you're experiencing. Panic attacks can mimic the symptoms of a heart attack. If you're experiencing chest pain, trouble breathing, or loss loss of consciousness, or have panic attacks that last longer than 15 minutes, you should seek emergency medical help by dialing 911 or going to a nearby hospital emergency room. If you don't feel you're having an emergency, but are experiencing panic attacks or intense anxiety that negatively affects your quality of life, you should still schedule an appointment with a health care provider. I always recommend this one doctor here. I always recommend the first line of intervention is to seek your general practitioner. We want to make sure there is no other medical conditions that could look like an anxiety disorder. Once your doctor rules out any other conditions that could be causing your symptoms, a referral to a mental health professional is the next step. This can come from from your primary care doctor, insurance company, or a word of mouth referral from a friend or loved one. Treatments of panic attacks and anxiety attacks have have some overlap, she says. Both can can be helped with psychotherapy. If your symptoms are severe, your doctor may also discuss medications with you, such as anti-anxiety medications or antidepressants. And that's from the Cleveland Clinic again. We're going to be talking about seven causes of anxiety. Everyone gets anxious, restless, or frazzled. But if you constantly feel worried, tense, or on edge, you may have an anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorders involve more than typical worry. I'm sorry, temporary worry or fear. For a person with anxiety disorder the anxiety does not go away and can get worse over time. Doctors make a diagnosis, of generalized anxiety disorder, when patients have anxiety symptoms much of the time for more than six months. Symptoms can include intense, hard to control, worry and at least three of the following, irritability, sleep disturbances, fatigue, muscle tension, difficulty concentrating, and restlessness. And some of the um, anxiety disorder examples are agoraphobia, panic disorder, separation anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, and pacific phobias. According to the Mayo Clinic, you can have more than one anxiety disorder. Research shows that a combination of, of environmental and genetic factors likely increased a person's risk for developing an anxiety disorder. Like so many health conditions, anxiety appears to run in families. Anxiety may be caused by stress, whether from a major event of small everyday stressors. Anxiety can also come with medical conditions such as heart disease, diabetes, asthma, or thyroid disorders that need treatment. There's a clear link between caffeine and anxiety and also alcohol and anxiety. And certain medications may cause anxiety. In this case, avoid caffeine and alcohol or changing medications may reduce anxiety. It's important to note that while these things like medication, substances, and stress can cause anxiety, feelings, they may involve difficult or different medical diagnosis. Some anxiety is normal, but if you suffer from severe anxiety, or are worrying too much, it's important to talk with your mental health specialist about the symptoms. Psychological focus more on psychotherapy and are not medical doctors. Psychiatrists are medical doctors who specialize in mental health treatment. Both psychologists and psychiatrists can diagnose and treat anxiety disorders with psychotherapy, and psychiatrists can also prescribe medications. Psychologists in a few states may have the ability to prescribe medication, but this is not common or widespread. Additionally, if you have anxiety with suicidal thoughts, seek emergency medical treatment immediately or call 988. So what I want to do at this point is I'm going to stop because I won't have enough time available to get to all seven causes of anxiety. So we'll use that up for next week on that episode but hey thank you for all being here i appreciate donations if you can give them through my paypal account i like what i do and if i can help you in any way by the information i gather i hope it works and i hope you're okay with it remember i'm not a doctor but i do have the experiences of everything that i talk about on my episodes So until next week, you take care, get outside and enjoy the weather, and I will see you next week. Bye. As we come to a close, it's my hope this podcast and other sources, such as product reviews that I have discussed today, can better our lives and give us some relief dealing with neuropathy. This episode plus others are posted every Monday on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, iTunes, spotify and stitcher and finally whatever life throws at you even if it hurts you just be strong and fight through it remember strong walls shake but never collapse talk to you next Monday